Hello, listeners of Horror Soup. I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but I just want to let you know that there is a little bit of audio issue on Kim's end in the beginning of the episode. And that was completely my fault. I accidentally recorded her audio, like her Zoom quality audio, onto my track, which pretty much just means like anytime we're talking at the same time or like, you know, Kim agrees to something I say or something, it's just going to sound like a little bit bad quality. But I'm editing out pretty much every bit of the bad quality audio because I have her full track. It's just kind of like some stuff that I record over. But it only lasts for like the first 10, 15 minutes of the episode before I realized that I was accidentally recording her track, and it's going to go right back to normal. But anyway, there's a really good episode, guys. Um, the movie is not good whatsoever, but the episode, I think, was really fun. Like, me and Kim had more fun recording this than we have with, like, any other Amityville. So, with that, enjoy the episode, and I apologize for the technical issues. The obedience, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. This is Horror Soup, and I am Caleb, the host of this show that consists of me yelling about things I don't like in horror movies and occasionally having a dialogue with my guest. Today, that guest is Kim. It's actually her show. Kim, you can just have the fucking show. Thank you. Uh, Pay me all the royalties. Bye. All right. Fair enough. Kim is now the leader of the show. This is now Kim Soup. And uh, real quick, I want to start thanking Patreons at the beginning of episodes again because, you know what, I used to do it at the end, but I realized that doing it at the beginning kind of, like, hypes me up a little bit and gets me like, hey, you know what, people listen to the show. (laughs) Hell yeah, they do. I forget sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, I don't think people listen to this. I think they just say they do. But anyway, I want to thank a cool guy, Dylan Nix. That is actually Dylan R. Nix. That is, do you you know who that is, Kim? Yeah, he's my uh, boyfriend. Okay, yeah, it's Kim's boyfriend, uh, the <laughs> the maker of Sharp Candy, the television mm-hmm. series that me and Kim yeah. covered. Well, he's, uh, sorry, let me clarify, he's actually my husband. We got married uh, two hours ago. Oh, that's so awesome. Congratulations, Kim. Yes, thank you. Thank I would you. also like to thank Michelle L. Corsi. I thought that said Corgi for a second, so thank you for being a good <laughs> Corgi. I would like to thank Nicole Diaz. Um, I like Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its are... Mm. No, but like the white cheddar ones and like the spicy, like the tapatio ones. Those are really good Cheez-Its. Fuck you. Anyway, Michelle (laughs) Roberts, I would like to thank you. Uh, Are you related to Robert, that guy from Everybody Loves Raymond? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know how names work. Tabitha Thomas. I thought that said Tabitha, 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 Tabitha. Remember Abba Zabba's? Remember those candies? They're like... Uh, uh, Abba Zabba, you my only friend. <laughs> what is that from? Half-Baked, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> don't don't copyright. Don't copyright to us, Dave. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Half-Baked, to be fair, since I was, like, fucking very young. And that's, and that's why I don't like you. 
I mean, that's also very fair, and I'm just going to deal with all that. But uh, anyway, thank you to all of those Patreons. And I also have another new announcement that I'm going to announce at the beginning of the episode a few times before I switch it to the end. But that is, if you're a Patreon donor of any tier, even the $1 tier, the next tier, the next tier, the tier after that, any of those, send me a message on the Patreon app with any horror question. It could be about, like, a movie, a director, an actor, a killer, a theory question, a specific scene in a movie, anything of that sort, and I will answer it in, like, a mailbox kind of segment at the end of the episode. Maybe Kim will probably be there and she'll probably hijack the thing hell yeah shout out so we're talking about the <laughs> amityville haunting from 2011 today we have this is kind of an iconic time it shouldn't be because this is a really sad time but is also kind of iconic because we're out of an, a certain area of amityville movies obviously we're not doing the 2005 right now because we already covered that like way before we started started the series but aside from the Amityville 2005 with Ryan Reynolds, this is the first Amityville in the 2000s and is also the first Amityville that kind of spawned all of the other. Am this movie is the reason why we have like fucking 30 of these, because after this came out, people were like, oh, wait, well, how did you just make that? And like, you know, like. Because obviously you don't have any money. You don't have any actors or anything whatsoever going for you. How'd you make... Th oh, this isn't copyrighted. We could just make these things. So now there's a million of them. And it's all because of this fucking paranormal activity <laughs> bullshit ripoff. Um, Caleb, how excited are you for this? Based on true events, by the way. These Everything that happened in this movie is real. It makes me so fucking mad that they had the audacity to be like, this is real. And then like five minutes later, just show me people that are not acting like human beings like none if if you're telling me this is real i know for a fact the people that wrote this script or maybe they didn't maybe they just told them mm -hmm. to ad lib the worst way possible these people have never had a conversation before in their life okay i have a serious question and not that you necessarily have the answer to this but curious if you do there's gotta be some sort of thing legally there like there's no way you can actually say in writing in a film that this footage or like what people are watching is real and then it not actually be real i mean a bunch of people have done that the fourth kind did that like a while ago and like that had that okay but that shit caleb the blair witch but did the blair witch say like it's real or was it just the way it was filmed made people speculated like i'm trying to think if it said in if I remember right, the advertisements were like, hey, like, this is real, like, this should happen, and no one was able to, like, look it up and, like, say, and, like, prove it otherwise. Like, it's just kind of like spreading a rumor. Like, you can spread rumors, you know? Like, I, I think rumors are hilarious. People do it all the time. That's what this movie is. It's a giant fucking high school rumor. Fuck these people. I didn't appreciate that. And speaking of that, let's talk about, um, uh, you know, the technical stuff and the people involved in this. Starring mm -hmm. uncredited idiots, written and directed by an idiot, produced by The Asylum, <laughs> a.k.a. Idiots, distributed by the same idiots, most likely had a budget of $3 and it was direct-to-video. As for the Rotten Tomatoes meter, critics wouldn't rate it and the audience gave it a 10%. The IMDb has a 2.6 out of 10 out of nearly 2,500 reviews. Uh, what else do I really need to say about this? Should I read uh, some of the Wikipedia? Wikipedia plot because that's kind of funny I was gonna say I think you need to read the Wikipedia plot and uh and facts because it's really important for people to know Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first thing it says is that the film is written and directed by Geoff Mead and Tyler Shammy, Devin Clark, and John Kondalik, all of whom are uncredited. The tagline is, the family did not survive, but the recordings did. It claims to be based on actual found footage that documents the horrifying experiences of a family that moved into the infamous haunted house. The film was universally panned by critics and has often been cited as one of the worst films ever made. 
The worst horror films ever made, that is. Uh, the plot, I'm going to read some of this plot. I mean, like, I'm not going to read all of it because it'll kind of spoil. I mean, there's no spoilers in this, to be honest, but. There's literally no spoilers because nothing happens. <laughs> but I guess I'll read just some of it. In June 2008, the Benson family moves into 112 Ocean Amityville, or o- Ocean Avenue in Amityville, due to issues with their teenage daughter, Lori. Despite the disturbing history of the house where Ronald DeFeo Jr. shot and killed six members of his family in 1974, the Bensons agree to purchase the home. A Upon their decision, they walk outside to find their realtor dead in the driveway. The following day, Tyler Benson witnesses one of the movers falling down the stairs, which kills him instantly. The family continues to live in the house despite the tension growing from the unexplainable events occurring. If you're wondering why that's so early in the plot on Wikipedia, it's because that's the first five minutes of the movie. Literally. Ah, we're going with ten. The first five is like some girl getting fucked doggy in the the bathroom for no reason. You're so right. I almost forgot that existed. And I'll, I'll say the first seven minutes of the movie because it goes by so fast. Like those first few things that happen are like the whole movie, like the only interesting things that happen in the movie. And it's the first seven minutes and they had no other material after that. Nothing. Nothing. It is fucked. Uh, there is this one little review um, that says, <laughs> this guy said, a part of me wonders if the only reason the Amityville haunting even exists is because someone made a bet that they could dethrone Amityville 3D for the title of worst Amityville movie of all time. <laughs> I don't know if they succeeded here, but they sure gave it a run for its money. And Kim, me and you know this more than anyone. This reviewer knew exactly what they were talking about because the only way they could have wrote that and known that 3D was the worst is by watching all of them because me and you have watched all of them and we have multiple times agreed <laughs> 3D, 3D is, is the, the worst. worst piece of shit. So this guy, that means he has watched all of the Amityvilles up until then. He was like, no, this is the worst since 3D. And he has never been more right in his life. Two things. I did read that. Second thing is, who is this guy? And how do we get him on an episode? <laughs> this guy is uh, Dead Central's uh, Foy Wander. Dead Central's Foy Wander, if you're listening to this. You've got to come on and do an episode with us before this is all over. We need to hear your take. We're glad we're not alone out there in this Amityville universe and would love, would love to know more. I agree. And I also really want to know if, like, this guy is still watching the Amityvilles because if he got that far, he might as well just keep going, right? Okay, you know when you watch, like, your cliche horror movies and there's always, like, the hermit that knows everything and they go to them and seek them out? I feel like this is our guy. Foy wanders this that is guy. Our guy. This he's he's Foy wandering his way right into another Amityville movie. <laughs> he's like, just wait. It's about to get darker. <laughs> just wait, guys. It's about time. <laughs> he's like batshit crazy now. He like quit his journalism job. Stuck I mean, in the house all day. <laughs> he's probably the new owner of the Amityville house. He's the guy who we're trying to outbid right now. <laughs> literally. Literally. Oh, I think we need to find him. That should be a part of our mission. <laughs> okay, but we're going to get into this. Uh, but real quick, this is also a new thing. And uh, one of these things is a new, new thing. I am gonna, I might try to do this for all the rest of the Amityvilles because I didn't think of this, but I was watching this on Tubi at first. And then I went up on, on YouTube because I was like, is there by chance somehow that someone has like, there's like an actor or director or someone talking about this? Answer, short answer, no, there there okay. isn't. There's nothing about this. Um, but what I did find is that the movie is just up on YouTube. So I was like, I'm pretty sure I could just record myself watching this and then upload this on YouTube and I won't get, like, copyright striked or anything. So, and I'm sure the reason why is because who the fuck is paying attention to this? 
And I'm sure the people, in, I'm sure Asylum is Player. like, literally, we never made that movie. We made a bunch of shitty movies and a bunch of movies we don't want to claim, but we will not claim that. You can, you, you can upload it. Do whatever you want. Millie to one percent. I think Foyer would be the only person that possibly cares. I have a very good feeling that a lot of the next Amityville movies are also going to be that same case, and I could just record myself watching them and upload them. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to watch these while I'm taking notes, and obviously there'll be like some downtime of me just like you know trying to get some stuff down and whatnot. But I think I'm going to record myself watching these, and I'm going to try to upload them all to Patreon like before the episode comes out. But another thing I'm doing too now is I'm going to watch trailers just for every movie in general that's coming out. So I'm going to watch a trailer, do the reaction for it, and then upload it to Patreon before the main episode comes out. So I already did that for Amityville, and Kim, you can't see it at this time, but like for the audience's sake, it will be out by the time this episode is out, like a few days before. Me and James recorded it last night, and he had some things to say about... um this he was very excited for us to watch it about this movie he watched the trailer with me and he was pretty dumbfounded oh yeah i mean yeah um well yeah he's gonna hear this he's gonna we're gonna give him a run for his money how about that let's give let's give james what he wants the trailer is like 50 seconds long i i did not watch it (laughs) I, i i'm trying to think of what what would be in the trailer that isn't in the movie I I watched the trailer and I don't even know what was in the trailer that was in the movie. That makes me want to watch the trailer because I'm like, well, ha- I-, I wouldn't even know how to advertise this. I wouldn't either. Like, not as guys, we're we've said this many times, but I don't know what happened. Nothing happens. There's like Literally a blurry stick happens. figure like popping up every once in a while. A hologram, a straight up hologram. That, like, dissolves in and then, like, slowly dissolves out. And, dude, this is, like, this is, like, less Amityville than, like, any Amityville we've seen. It is not And that Amityville. says a lot. But also, It wait, is just a they, house. But somehow they did toss a couple, like, there were flies at one point. And, like, borderline incest. Borderline um, incest. Okay, yeah, you're right. I guess it was, like, it was, like, uh, sticking your tip into incest. Yeah, which I was like, are they trying to, like, lean into it They're here? They're trying to homage the incest. That's what it seemed like. I, I was like, this is so <laughs> pointless and, like. Because, Kim, like, they didn't do anything Amityville in this movie, but they did, like, lightly homage a couple things that are kind of Amityville. <laughs> Absolutely. But literally nothing else. Like, the house, it's, this is I shouldn't say the first because we've now had the fourth one. What was that? The curse? There's been a couple where the house didn't really look like the Amityville house. Yeah. But this one, like, really. They didn't even try. They didn't even try. And they tried to say. And the worst part is that they tried to say, no, this is the house. Is the house. And it's literally, you guys, in the middle of a huge fucking subdivision. Like, any suburbia in America, this would be. You could find this house. (laughs) And the town, like, the town looks nothing like Amityville. Like, it's, it's. If you were watching this movie and they didn't say Amityville in the beginning, you would never know this had any relation to Amityville. Literally none. The inside didn't even look like it. No, not at all. And that's why this spawned all of these movies where they were just like, oh, we just make a movie and toss it on and just say Amityville one time. And there you go. That's a fucking movie. This is the trajectory, though, right? Like, it started like that with the animate objects. They're like, oh, we don't have to follow the plot. We can just make make a plot about the object. Now they're like, oh, this doesn't have to do... This doesn't have to fall objects. We could just do whatever we want and call it Amityville. I mean, yeah, that's fair because it just started steering farther and farther. And then now they're just like, you know what? 
fuck it. It's Amityville. They're like, we already made a movie. Let's just do a cutscene in the beginning where we say, hey, this is Amityville. And then, hey, look, we can market this better now. I think the only reason this is the one that has 2,500 reviews is because this is like the first one after the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason people saw this, I'm sure. One of these might actually be a rom-com. <laughs> like, they might you have actually literally? just like steered completely left on one of these just because they wanted to name it Amityville. Okay, that's your hypothesis. I thought you were saying like you looked into one and you were like, I'm 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 getting an inference that this is I a rom com. Hope, I hope one of them is a rom com. But at this point, they probably they probably will start doing that. Honestly, if they made a rom com out of one of these, I would be like probably joyful. I'd be like, at least you're doing something interesting. I would I would love to see an Amityville rom com. Like not in the like eighties or nineties renditions, but now that we're in the two thousands, no. just give me a fucking rom com. I don't care anymore. Please. Please. Give me a fucking rom com, dude. Like it, we are one in, and I am already so fed up with this. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm excited. <laughs> the fact that you're excited and these movies are like undoubtedly so much worse now, and they're only gonna get worse is so weird to me. But I mean, you explained to me that you're just like, oh, it's if it's old and bad, I can't do it. But if it's 2010 and bad, I can. I disagree completely. I feel like 2010, anyone can just grab an iPhone and shoot something. So, like, at least if it's, like, 80s or 90s and bad, at least they had to buy a camera and do something involved with film to get it going. Now like they're just that. like, all right, fuck it, film it on my iPhone with some idiots over here at Amityville. I don't like that. I like that. That's so ridiculous. But anyway, okay. Let's just get it, because somehow, even though nothing happens in this, I have a lot of notes about just things that piss me off. Like, this is this is really a throwback episode to, like, the beginning of Horror Soup, where I have nothing good to say, and all I'm going to do is fucking yell and scream. Caleb, this is, like, every episode that you cover. Yeah, well, not the Amityville <laughs> ones. I usually have fun with these. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, well, this is a TBT to old Caleb, then. We're excited. All right, okay. well, this movie starts off pissing me off by stating what you're about to see is real, like we said. And then, like, they move right into found footage before found footage. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. just saying that... <laughs> Doesn't make any so, sense. It makes no sense. You, if you're doing found footage, it is one person recording. It is mm-hmm. you finding this footage, mm-hmm. and you're going off of that. It's not okay, these people had found footage and now we're passing off the mantle to someone else. And it's not even that. Like, they don't know each other. They have no relation. They never explained how those are connected. The only, I, Well, I can tell you how. They don't explain it. It's just it's just a house. That's it. They were just there. But it's just like, why even have the first chunk of found footage? It was like, here's found footage, they all die, and then it was like, new family and new found footage. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, they brought these kids in specifically so they could be like, oh, look, teenagers see ghosts too and then like there's a ghost on the staircase that you get like a cut to a chick getting railed over the sink bathroom and very orange chick by the way she's like bright orange her spray tan is bad i'm gonna say that was just bad lighting honestly i think they didn't know how to light this movie maybe because she was like oompa loompa the camera turned her and i went oh i think that was just bad lighting in the bathroom because that whole shot was just weird it just when that first happened i was like okay are they just making a is this gonna be a porn or something like is this is this vibrator so it's well it could be so it's basically this group of kids with a fucking camera and they're walking up to the amityville house because it's vacant no one lives in it at the time and they're like we're, we've heard this house is haunted we're gonna go in and then they go in and some girl gets railed in the bathroom for like two seconds and then you just see splatters of blood everywhere did i miss anything 
not from her. You see her getting railed yes. in there, and there's just like, yes. uh, 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 you just hear some stupid noises, and then you go to the kitchen, <laughs> and there's some other chick getting ready to be railed. She's just like, oh, look at my tits, dude, freaking titties. And then she goes full-on cross-eyed for no reason. Like, she just, like, looks up, and she's like, uh, and then blood splatters, and then you just hear, like, and then, like, it just cuts off, and they're, like, new family. And I was I was so new dumbfounded, family. dude. I, I lost my shit. They don't explain anything. They're they're right into it in this movie. That all happened in two minutes, max. Like, a minute and 30 seconds, two minutes, max. Max. I'm going to say 12 seconds. <laughs> but, Kim, before they go in, there was that little scene where, like, one of the male dudes is, like, he's fidgeting with, like, the little, like, key lock. You know, like, the lock key that you have Oh, in. yeah, and he's, like, it's, like, five codes. Bro, he's, like, pressing all the buttons and shit. And literally, like, I've used those many times just, like, going into an Airbnb. They're, like, five buttons, and then you press the fucking, like, lock, and then it pops open if you get it right. He presses, like, at least 33 buttons, and then they're, like, what are you doing, dude? And he's, like... Don't worry, my mom's a realtor. I got this. Like, what the fuck does that mean? My mom's a realtor, so she knows all codes. He he basically he said like he said something like there's only like five codes that all realtors use at all times. And that's not and like, true. I was like, that's so that's definitely not true. That that's how people that, that's how people would truth. break into houses. That is the farthest from the truth. If that happened, everyone would know every everyone code already. Like, every you code. think realtors have just been doing this since those fucking lock key boxes came out? Like, fuck you, you idiot. And everyone in this movie has that same energy. Energy. But, like, almost worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, Like somehow it gets progressively worse. The dad is the most absurd (laughs) character. Like, you know when you're, like, what was it, USA? Characters welcome? He's one of those fucking characters. He's fucked up. And, like, not in a good way. Like, something's wrong with the dad. Okay, he is the dadliest dad in the world. He is the definition of the dad that's like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing, son? Stop fucking around. Come over here. Give me a screwdriver. But, like, times 20, like, the things, he'll have those moments, and then I'll just, like, pull a gun out on somebody. <laughs> Dude, there's so many times where he just pulls out a gun, he's like, just, like, pointing it around. He's like, what's going on? And then he'll be like... And then remember when he saw his friend and he's like, hey, dude, I fucking pulled this gun out on this teenage kid. He was shitting his pants. He yeah. was freaking gnarly, dude. Like, the dad's resolution to everything in this film is to pull a pistol on <laughs> like, Yeah, it is. and this dad goes in between being, like, the manliest 45-year-old and being, like, a fucking 16-year-old, like, back and forth over and over again. But he gets mad at anyone else if they act any kind of, like, childish. Okay, so let's backtrack. So... This first round of kids get murdered or die. We don't really know what happened. They let's die. just move off of them. They're they're fucking dead. They don't they don't matter. They're dead. We're moving on. We we're, we have a new instance of found footage now. We go right into the fucking family moving into the house, or I guess like trying to buy the house. The son, whose name is Tyler, is recording all the events, and they do like the static cut thing more than humanly possible. What do you mean by static cut? He like because he's the one recording everything on his camcorder. Oh, and they do that thing where it's like it goes to black and it's like black and then and yep. it's supposed to symbolize like anytime like a ghost presence is near him, but they do it every Kim, three. Am seconds. I am I over exaggerating? It is every minute at the least, at the very least, because there's like so many different scenes in this movie solely because of that. Like they don't let anything play out. That means that that happened. At the very least, 90 times in this movie because it's an hour and a half long. I believe you. I would I'm love not to go, go in and, and watch count this, every static. Count. Yeah. I was thinking that they do for no reason. Like, it'll just be like, welcome to the house. And it'll be like, 
And then it'll be like next scene. And you're like, what? Because it's like the biggest paranormal activity, like fucking ghost house found footage trope. And they're like, let's use it until every person watching wants to bash their head in with a hammer. What's important to note, too, is this was like right after Paranormal came out. This is like 2011. Paranormal came out, what, 2008? 2008 or 2009. So literally it was like. They're riding the paranormal activity dick. Dude, and what I was thinking, too, is like. It should have came out earlier, but they're probably such bad filmmakers and actors and everything else that it actually took them two years to make this. Probably. Totally. This makes Paranormal Activity actually look like a five-star movie. Not good. No, I was thinking that the whole time. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, wow, I would love to be watching Paranormal Activity right now because this seems like just heaven in comparison. It's funny because when I was taking notes, the, like, five bullet points I took, one of them was just paranormal activity, question mark? Because, like, I was like, what is, this is not Amityville. Not Amityville at all. You cannot watch that. Well, even just when I read that plot and I sent it to you, I was like, Kim, this is going to be paranormal activity with the Amityville title stamped on it. And that's all it was. Here we go. It's a new era. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whatever. It doesn't take long for them to realize that the father, or for us to realize, actually, that the father's an asshole. Because he's, like, death-gripping his daughter, like, when she sits on the countertop. And did you see the veins on that dude's forehead? Like, that was, like... He has some anger management issues, for sure. Um, yeah, half the movie That's movies, an understatement. Not kidding. Walking around in a wife beater with a pistol. For no Kim, reason. I have wife beater written down, like, seven times because they accentuated the fact that this guy is dadliest dad. He's just walking around a wife beater at all times. It's not even the standard white wife beater. He went Black. out and actually found different color. No, he had a navy blue one on. <laughs> this guy's a douche. And then the father goes, hey, five-year-old, do you like the house? And she's like, I love it, daddy. And like literally the most stereotypical little girl that in little a horror girl, movie I voice. Put that, that little girl was the worst actress ever. She's a fucking robot, dude. What pissed me off is, like, she does that thing, where, and I'm jumping ahead, where she has the whole imaginary friend into the glo- the ghost. No, Kim, you're not jumping ahead because they start it <laughs> fucking four minutes into the movie. They're like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, imaginary friend, how's that? Uh, ghost, right? But what pisses me off is she's such a bad actress, she doesn't even give the imaginary ghost time to, like, actually fake respond. And when, like, an actor's on a phone call, and they're just like, oh, hey, how's it doing? Oh, yeah, I'm doing fine. Right? Oh, yeah, and then yeah. I did this today. Yes. The dad is like, what is Jody saying? Or what are the ghosts saying? She's like, Jody said it's fine. Oh, does Jody like me? Hmm, let me ask Jody. Yep, Jody thinks it's great. I'm like, <laughs> at least make it believable. Like, thank God all of these actors and actresses are uncredited, because you do not want this on your fucking rap sheet. So, who do you think was the best of the family. Oh my god, I I never even thought of that. I never even tried to think of that. <laughs> I know you have to. Okay, answer. let me let me rate. Okay, I don't know all their names. Just just mom, dad, and Tyler. Tyler Tyler's the only name I knew. Oh, and Lori, be, just because her name's Lori. Okay. Uh, she was like the older sister. Um. Okay. This is not like a representation of how I feel, exactly. Okay. But if I'm being put into this corner, okay. I'm gonna say Lori 
the the older daughter was probably the best actress. Fair, I would agree. And she was terrible. She was fucking dog I, shit. I was gonna like say, that. I would agree, but at least she played her her roles, I guess, to the closest of what it was supposed to be. Whatever that was, like that's Whatever a statement that all on its own. <laughs> but like, yeah, she she has a few lines that easily, again, made me want to bash my head in with a hammer, but. I cannot stand Tyler. When that kid finally died, I like I should have just stood up and like and like slow clap like you used to do in movies because I was so happy. What do you mean used to? Okay, still do. Um. <laughs> can can you can you explain to everybody? Kim slow claps in movies. She slow clapped for what was that stupid fucking movie? Uh, no, it's I know what it was. I, I know I know what it's it was. Not, it was just, it's it was not Disturbia. fucking stupid. It was Disturbia. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, hate that, like, guys. I hate that two of my very good friends both are so obsessed with Disturbia and like a, it's a weird great way. fucking movie. Well, so yeah, right, can, can, say, can, I like to really slow clap in on. movies. We're, I like to slow clap in movies. We're spending so much time on the first. We have not got past the first five minutes of this it. movie, we and we've been it. talking for so long. This is bad. Fuck. Anyway, yeah, I think what I was just saying is that I hate Tyler. I hate Tyler. I hate the mom. I hate the dad. Tyler is at the top, though. He's the one I hate the most, for sure. Tyler has, like, the most punchable face, voice, and lifestyle I've ever experienced. Yes, and he's doing that thing where he's doing, like, a talking head, like, where either way, like, half the time he's doing, like, a gym turned back to the camera, and other times he's doing, like, a Zach Morris freeze at time and, like, talk about the situation kind of thing. Yeah, he, um, he's a dipshit. And he's not he's funny. A fucking, everything he says is so annoying. I have a line down there later when he's like, "Actually, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna say it yet because it's like pretty much right now." So let's let's move let's move up. Okay, so at the nine minute mark in the movie, the littlest girl casually drops the fact, like I said, that she has an imaginary friend. Right after the daughter also refers to her uh, sister as a twerp, which I had to twerp. say that right now because that's one of those lines that I said a second ago made me want to bash my head with a hammer. I'm like, no one talks like that. Like, you're trying no. to make this a real found footage movie. Use real dialogue that a human would say. Twerp. You twerp. don't say twerp. Fucking, fucking, what's his name? Timmy from Timmy, his babysitter. That is the only Caleb, person in the world. Caleb, you read my fucking mind. You read my fucking mind. I was like, Vicky, Vicky's the only person that says twerp. <laughs> If any time I hear anyone else say that, I'm like, you are so fucking stupid, dude. Twerp. One time when I was like nine or something or whatever, after like watching that show, I was like, oh, dude, that's freaking sweet. She says twerp. And I tried to say it like in public and I got like roasted by like all the other nine year olds. So like you if I can get twerp. roasted as a nine year old for saying that, this fucking 15 year old in this supposedly real movie definitely should not be saying it. It was bad. It was bad. I don't remember her saying twerp, but it was bad. Oh, it made me so mad. So now Tyler walks up to some workers and he's like, hey, do you guys know what this house is? And they're like, your house. And then the, <laughs> the camera goes like all staticky and it's like, and then like when the static is over, these like 35, 40 year old fucking men are like, what? Amityville house haunted and then the black guy's like everyone knows the black people die first in haunted houses first. and then the Mexican guy's like so you better get out of here and then the white guy's like oh, you better hit the road pal <laughs> and they all like slap their knees and start acting like that is just a conversation that any fucking person in the world would have wait is this before the realtor dies yeah, that's all right before. That's when they're, like, sitting, like, right outside the house, you know, and, like, the kids are like, look at these guys, fucking lazy workers loafing off. So how did, there were a lot of people out in the street that day. How did nobody see this realtor die? <laughs> uh, it was, like, in the house. 
Remember, it was like it, he fell. She in died the like house. in the middle of the driveway. Oh, wait, no, oh, that's oh, the oh, mover. The realtor, the, the realtor. realtor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot because we kind of the one who was dead like, laying in the yes, middle yes. of the driveway in broad daylight. I forgot because we talked about that for a second, and I kind of just assumed we already talked about that. Yeah, that's something that we sh- very much have to mention. Right after they fucking buy that house, like we'll go back for a second. Right when they buy the house, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna get it." They walk outside, and also like. Tyler fully sees that body before he reacts for like five minutes and then he's like and then the dad's like stay back guys stay back call call the police and it's just the dead ass realtor it's yeah it's the weirdest scene they're like yeah we'll take the house and then like it does kind of the static thing again and then he walks outside like you said, and then you just see this like body in the middle of the drive, and you're like, "Is that the realtor?" And then you just see the dad's hand. And he's like, "Everybody go inside!" And you're like, oh, "Did the realtor die?" The funniest part is that they don't explain it for like 40 minutes. Like in the middle of the movie, Tyler's say. like recording them in the closet, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's fine. She just had an aneurysm." And then later, Tyler's gonna be like, "She had an aneurysm." She had an aneurysm. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? I had an aneurysm watching this fucking movie, dude. I wish I was having an aneurysm. What are you talking about? The realtor got capped. Laid in the middle of the driveway. In broad daylight. who or what? All we heard was... And then she just exploded in the driveway. That was it. That's not the the first or last time it'll happen. Nope. 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 (laughs) I'm glad we covered that. I had to make sure it got mentioned. So that, and also, it just like baffled me that while they're having this whole conversation, like, how do these 35, 40 year olds that are living supposedly in the town of Amityville have no fucking clue what Amityville is? Like, when I was 12, I knew what Amityville was. It just blows my mind how this town, this doesn't re- like remind me of Amityville at all. Like, nothing about no. this town is Amityville like. So maybe that's why. Maybe this just isn't. This is just a house that looks like Amityville in California. No, but Kim, but then a detective comes in later and he's like, hey, did you, read the, did you read the Amityville books? Have you seen the movies? They're really trying to go so deep into it that they're like, yeah, have you seen the movies? See, hint, hint, this is real. You know what would have been really funny if the detective was like Ryan Reynolds? What if the detective just started playing one of the movies? He just started playing Amityville 3D like for them and they just watched the full movie in the movie. That would have been real time. In real time. Like, it's a two and a half hour movie because right when that detective shows up, they just watch Amityville 3D. They wouldn't have taken anything away from that. They would have been like, we don't understand. They would have been like, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) They'd have been like, well, we don't have any clocks, so we're fine. (laughs) So the next few minutes is Tyler walking around recording stuff while the house goes... And then, like, it's just banging on the wall. Like, the house is just banging. And, he, and he's like, what is happening, guys? But you almost can't even, like, really hear what the fuck... Like, you're like, is that is that the movie? Or is that, like, something in the back of his phone? It's just like... Like, that's the sound the house is making. Yeah, it is one of the most angering things. And he's also on, like, an iPhone 3, which I did appreciate that throwback. It was been a long time since I'd seen that old of an iPhone. So yeah, he's recording this on literally his iPhone like three. Is he? I thought he had like an actual like DSLR or something. It's an iPhone three. No, it's an iPod. Remember? Because he's like, where the at one point he's like, where the fuck is that iPod? I need it. Okay, well that's just an iPod. It's like an iPod Touch. Love to see it. So anyway, now he's he's sitting on the stairs. And there's a bunch of people working, and they're, and he's like, uh, dude, move to Tyler. And Tyler looks at the camera, and he goes, <laughs> that dude's such a jerk. And then he sees a ghost that's just a blurry stick figure. And, like, Tyler, you're in the way. You're you're the dick. 
Um, do we want to talk about the next kill that's about to happen in like 0.2 seconds? Yeah, 0.2 seconds. He falls. He falls. Camera goes static, static, static and he falls. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's the bottom of the stairs. Right before he falls, he looks at Tyler and he goes, you know what, man? I, I get what you mean. This house sucks or something like that. The best part, too, is like they don't even make these deaths or bodies or kills look cool. It literally looks like the person's like sleeping on the floor. There was just paint next to his head. A small splash of paint. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know how in most movies it takes like a while for me to set in and like, you know, make the wife start to freak out and all that stuff and go like, I don't want to live here. Well, not in this movie. It takes seven minutes. Day two. Because, oh, by the way, we're still like at the seven minute mark of the movie. Literally. Day two. She's like, we need to leave. In her defense, two people have already fucking died. And the dad's like. That's fair. <laughs> the dad says my favorite quote of the whole movie. I hope you got it. He looks at his wife and he goes, at least a hundred people have died in this house. It's fine. <laughs> What does that even mean? Like, why is that okay? Why is that good? That's a high number. Like, that's just not, like, a few things. And then he keeps saying, like, oh, it was an accident. Accidents happen. She's like, oh, stop saying that. He just shrugs off. I mean, a hundred people have died, so it's all good. <laughs> and then there's, like, the quickest shot of him just reading on the couch and he looked like he did not know how to read like he looked like he was trying to figure out words it. for the first time he probably had his pistol like aimed at the book <laughs> so we're like you fucking read this shit tell me what this shit says right now i'll fucking do it dude he's a, he's a fucking psycho and there was also a point where like the kid recording everything started to do like you know he was doing the tv style recap that i was talking about he's like well guys we survived the first night in the house but it was a little silly because the realtor had an aneurysm and then my closet oh look at that my closet door's opening and he's like whoa nothing's there <laughs> and then he's like Ah, which is supposed to symbolize i guess i don't know i don't even know what happened nothing happened nothing happened because he's still alive <laughs> Yeah, and there was also a big dad scene right before that where he's like, Hey, daughter, you left the back door open. You're sneaking out again, huh? Because we've been in this house for one day. And now you have a bunch of friends and you're sneaking out. Because it's day one. They're telling us day which one. day it is, too. So it's literally day yeah. one. And then he's like, You better say goodbye to your hair. You're going to military school. And then, Wait, wait, Kim, Kim. And then it cuts to Tyler in the other room. And he's just talking to himself in the camera. And he's like, Hey, what are you looking at, punk? I do not remember that. Dude, he's looking at himself in the camera and he's like he's like punking himself. He's like, "What? What are you going to do about it?" And then his dad says something. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh, what what's what's happening, dad?" He was trying to re he was maybe he's trying to like impersonate his dad. I think so, honestly. <laughs> or maybe he's like I preparing that. himself to like stand up to his dad. He's like, "What's up, punk?" In a wife beater with a pistol. <laughs> I missed that. I Dude, if Tyler this. showed up with, with a white beater and a pistol and just, like, pistol whipped his dad, I'd lose my shit. I would have loved to see that. <laughs> okay, so let's go over to the, let's go over to dad fixing stuff, right? Because that's oh, always Oh, my gosh, fun. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So dad wants to fix some stuff. And uh, this is really the only time I'm on the dad's side in the movie because he's like, hey, Tyler, go get me a screwdriver. And he comes back with a whole fucking set of, like, socket wrenches. <laughs> Okay, no, I don't feel bad for the dad. The dad is on literally a step stool. They're in, they're in like their dining room. The dad's on a step yeah. stool. And he's like, Tyler, get over here and hold the ladder for me. I'm like, <laughs> did you catch this? Yeah. I'm like, bro, stop acting like, stop acting like you're gonna eat shit if he's not holding the fucking ladder. He's like, hold it still. Hand me the screwdriver. You know what? You, you know, know what? Amityville. 
Okay, I didn't even like catch that. Like I fully saw that happen, but it like didn't register in my brain. Like I knew he wasn't on a big ladder and I saw him holding it, but I was it just was so focused steps. on like the screwdriver like fucking socket wrench thing that I didn't even pay attention to that. You were so right. He was holding his fucking two-step step stool. And you know in Amityville 05 when Ryan Reynolds starts to go batshit and he's like yelling at everybody and he's like hold the goddamn ladder at least it was a fucking ladder and he was climbing on like a five story house he is in the dining this, this room was an- this was another homage a light homage like I said again this makes 05 Amityville look phenomenal holy shit work that is of art. so funny <laughs> hold the ladder Tyler and then when like he tells uh, fucking Tyler to go into the kitchen to go actually get a screwdriver, they do that stupid thing that I hate in found footage where they like they're like I'm gonna place the camera down so that something cool can happen while the cameraman walks away, and then he does that, and it just keeps flashing like it just keeps going for like five minutes, and then he's like, "Hey, Dad, I found a phone," <laughs> just leaves in the other room. Well, the tool bag not falls over. Well, that's when he goes back because he puts the camera down in the kitchen and there's five minutes of nothing. And then he puts the camera down in there while he's holding the ladder. And it's also nothing. But yeah, the you could tell literally they just had a string attached to that and they just pulled that fucking thing right off. 100%. 100%. But the thing, okay, they also did the thing like to him, to me, him saying hold the ladder was like a red herring that if he like when he took his hands off, he, dad was going to fall and eat shit. Yeah. Nope. It's fine. It was fine. <laughs> proves, and that, proves that he needs no one to hold this fucking ladder. But you know what did happen? Fucking, he starts blaming Tyler. Like, he fully, like, watched it, like, fall out in the peripherals, and he knows Tyler's standing there holding standing the ladder. There. He's standing holding there. the ladder with two hands, so there's nothing he's he like, could have done. you knocked over that toolbox, Tyler. Yeah, he turns around, he's like, how'd you do it, Tyler? What are your tricks? He's like... <laughs> He's like, I was literally holding the ladder. He's like, you know what, Tyler? Just go in the other freaking room. Like, He's like, like you like, fucking dick. Just get away from me. And Tyler's like, hey, I can show you on the camera. He's like, put the fucking camera away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but wasn't he installing a camera? The dad, yeah, because he's because this is around the time in the movie where he's like, I'm gonna get CCTV and install it in the house. Dipshit. Wait, and then later he gets ghost CCTV installed. <laughs> at one point, I Caleb, at one point, doesn't he pull a pistol on the camera? <laughs> he pulled a pistol on everything. <laughs> like I legit think he pulled a pistol on the camera. Remember, remember that South Park episode, trapped in the closet, where R. Kelly's like, and then of I pulled out my gun. <laughs> that was this legit, guy. legit that this was guy. This fucking dad. <laughs> legit this guy. You know what? Maybe I like this movie. <laughs> I think you do as well. You're gonna start to love these, dude. I was falling asleep like watching it toward the end, but there's some funny fucking mo- now, now that i'm just thinking of this guy like just running around like and then i pull out my gun for no reason holy shit this is so funny this is such a bad like if you're watching it's so funny too because if you're gonna watch this after listening to this like you're not gonna have as much fun as we have talking about it watching it but well, it's fun a lot to of talk people about. probably think we're exaggerating because we do you know here and there but this is none of this is an exaggeration. We couldn't we couldn't be more serious if this is what happened. Like I'm so fucking dead ass right now. I'm pissed that I didn't do a pistol count in the movie. Like I'm so <laughs> I'm so bad at count how, how many times the dad just like for no like and like a cop too. Like he's like slow Caleb, Caleb, tell me he's not Wait. doing this. <laughs> 
Kim, it almost like a couple times like remember that effect in malignant in malignant that we really hated where like they were doing like the low frames and he's like the cops are, like running yes. around with the gun is just go that was him but he was somehow doing it without the low frames he was doing it through acting method acting he was literally acting like he was a police officer like in like a a, a like high profile raid like every time he came down the stairs <laughs> and also like later he's gonna show like some ptsd kind of stuff and i'm like is this guy a war vet like why is he doing this that's kind of what i was thinking at one point i was like maybe that's where they're going with this because he mentioned military he's school vet, but he's not. he's, he's not. not he's just fucking crazy I don't even know what this guy does, and, but I can tell you right now, he's never been in any war. Because also, their whole po the whole plot of this is that like they're in the house because he's like, yeah, we don't have any fucking money, Donna. Money. We don't have any fucking money. What do you think we're going to do, you idiot? This is also like a pretty big house for not having any money. I am at Ville Murders, you know? The, remember the cops like, hey, why'd you think you got it so cheap? This movie. <laughs> hey, they cover their ground. They did. They did. He is yelling at the wife. He's like, we literally are fucking broke. I'm like, then rent something. Okay, well, let's, we got to keep going. So at 30 minutes, Tyler's like, all right, I'm going to paranormal activity this bitch all night long. And he sets up a camera in his room. And then he also happened to find like, you know, like I said, he found that entire iPhone earlier. And then he's like going through it. And then that was when I realized that it was like the iPhone of the fucking kids in the beginning. Kids. Mm-hmm. I was mm -hmm. like, or the teenagers or whatever. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, uh, you know what? I guess they covered their grounds. They tied in the double found footage. He didn't find the porno, though. They were making. He did. Well, oh, not the bathroom porno, but he found he found the kitchen porno that was starting the before she exploded. Porno. Yeah. Wasn't she filming it? Yeah. I, I don't think they found that phone. I don't know what happened to that one, I guess. They just found <laughs> the one of the phones. The dad has it? The dad, dad has it. He's just, he's just like, he's pointing a gun at <laughs> Tell me where the ghost is. Yeah, and he's gonna do that later. Oh, I don't even want to say anything. That's the oh funniest God, shit. That's the funniest shit I have ever seen in my life. Kim, you have to watch me watching the movie because I recorded it. And literally, when it happened, I was like, "Is he gonna do X, Y, Z?" And then he fully just went full. Oh my God, I can't wait to get anybody to that. Okay. that pull. Oh yeah, we can't. We'll get to Holy <laughs> shit. I'm going to cry when we get to that. Okay. So the alarm in the house goes off because he installed alarms. Dad has Very a gun. Alarm. That's my That's my note right there. Dad has a gun. <laughs> okay. And I know. Okay. Caleb and I were exaggerating. This is the first time the dad pulls out the gun. So like it's very out of pocket because like the whole movie's just been yelling. And then you just see the dad emerge on the stairs with a pistol. And he, like Kim said, he's running down just like SWAT team and shit. And you're like, what SWAT the fuck? I didn't even know that you liked guns. <laughs> <laughs> a million percent and then he doesn't put it down and he also doesn't do anything with it because a tree just kind of punches the window but he stands there and they do a shot that i swear to god was homaging ryan reynolds in fucking the 2005 because he was all sweaty and like big forehead vein and just shot looked like when he was like standing in the middle of the house going crazy and then he's like tyler's following him down the stairs like a dipshit with his camera and what pisses me off is the dad like sees tyler following him let him come all the way down the stairs with him. Let's Tyler like almost come outside with him. And then finally he's like, Tyler, go the fuck upstairs and stop following me. Let me actually say something on that note. This entire movie, the entire family is like, Tyler, fuck you and your camera. We hate this. We don't want you to use it. Put it away. No one ever just takes it from him. Nope. Literally no one. Like no one. Ever, there's so many times where they, he's screaming like he's about to fucking murder him. But it never crosses his mind like, oh, why don't I just take the camera away? Then you can't do this. That's a very good point that I didn't think about. 
It's just so that they can keep the movie going because in any other situation, this parent would have just been like, fuck you, dude. I'm taking yeah, this camera. Yeah, give me the phone. Go to, your, go fucking, to your fucking phone. room. And that would have been the end of it. There would have been no found footage. No, the parent would have pulled a pistol on him and been like, give me your fucking camera, Tyler. <laughs> or else I'll fucking shoot you. You don't give me your fucking phone right now. I will fucking shoot you. That's how, I, that's how I'm going to talk to my kids. That's also a South Park episode where they all get guns and we're like, yeah, we're going to get shit done now. I mean, that's oh, just good fuck. parenting. That's a good point. I never thought about. How is this somehow the funniest episode? <laughs> because if, when people see this, they're going to be like, oh. Okay, so he keeps watching the video and then he sees the chick pull out her titties and then he, and like go cross-eyed and Tyler's like, he starts starting, he's like, what the, and I, and I, what, 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 boobs? And then like the next day, Tyler shows his parents the video and they're like, oh my God, do they have beer? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> like, why would any adult give a shit? These teenagers have nothing to do with them. They're obviously looking at a video of something that happened before they moved into this house, and the first thing they think is, oh beer. my god, do they have beer? The dad goes ballistic. <laughs> he does, oh, dude. Fuck is he, starts beer going, in this house? he starts going cross-eyed. He's like, beer? Beer? <laughs> and then they... And it gets so stupid, too, because they start telling, like, blaming him for recording it. They're like, when did you record this? And I'm like, okay, you've been here for two days. You think that teenagers were in your basement? <laughs> Or in your kitchen? They were in the kitchen, and they say that. They're like, this is our kitchen. And then they're like, Tyler, when did you record this? How'd you get him in here? And I'm like, you're telling me that you guys haven't left this house in two days. You've only been here for two days, and somehow Tyler is such a fucking G that he snuck some fucking kids in here that are like eight years older than him, got them to whip their titties out, and he mm -hmm. filmed a porno in your kitchen mm -hmm. with you guys home? Mm-hmm. And the dad did not pull a pistol on him this entire time? Come on. And he had no issue with saying that. They were, like, fully just set in their way. They were like, no. It was just the hard-headed pair. They are just like, no, fuck you. I know you did it. There's no logic behind it. Zero logic. But Tyler's just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Tyler's literally just like, you guys are so fucking stupid. And at one point, Laura's just like, did you take a video of this on your phone and then send it to your other phone and then back to the phone or something like that? And literally, what she said just confused me so much that like I rewound it like once or twice and I was just like, you know, I'm I'm not even gonna try to decipher what the fuck you just said. No idea. Lori's an actual idiot. Yeah, like so fucking stupid. <laughs> Is this <laughs> our house? So at the forty minute something whatever, um, something Amityville kind of happens because the dad goes. Tyler, you want to learn to chop some wood, huh? Do I'm so ya? happy you got that. He's like, he's like, you'll be chopping wood for fucking days, like they live, which would make sense, which would make sense if they lived in the actual Amityville house, which was in the middle of the fucking woods on a lake. But they live. There's not like Caleb. Tell me, there's tell me, there's tell me, there's more than one tree in this house. There's not uh, in this in this lawn. There's like one fucking tree, one small maple tree in the front. It's a suburb with, like, a home association. Yes, it's literally. <laughs> literally. Like, wi like Willow Pond Estates. Like, literally some shit like that. Dude, when he said the chop wood thing, that's why I was, like, so... The only reason I even caught it and realized that I was some kind of Amityville homage is because I was confused. Like, for the same reason you were saying right now, I was like, what are you getting wood? Where are you chopping it? And I was like, oh, my God, you're doing an Amityville thing. I really think this guy studied Ryan Reynolds because this was right after the... That was the last one that came out. I'm not kidding. I know... 
you know that he studied Ryan Reynolds' role in Tales of I was like, oh, this is so fucking good. Like, I gotta, I gotta do this. I just gotta channel this. Holy fuck, dude. This is so fucking stupid. I'm so happy you caught that. Because I didn't put that in my notes, but I definitely, as I was watching it, I was like, really? That was also such a small scene in the actual AMD Volo 5. Okay, so now the mom goes to have a talk with Mr. Tyler, and the screen just goes black because she's like, get that camera off my face. So he just puts it down, and the screen goes black, and it says, corrupted video. And you can hear their convo in, like, a glitchy way, but there's, mm-hmm. like, faint ghost screaming in the background. It's just like, they They do the corrupted video shit a couple times, and it pisses me off because I'm like, the whole point of found footage is that the the footage is not corrupt. Yeah, and then you don't write corrupted video on top of it. Like, you don't Why would I want to watch a Blake screen of shit that defeats the purpose of found, like... (laughs) And none of this footage matters either. They're just having a conversation. Like, if this was actual found footage, someone would have the decency to cut out the stupid shit or just post it all as is with no cuts. Caleb, I'm not kidding. It would be, like, in a standard horror movie. Like, someone's walking through, like, the house in, like, a dark, and then everything just goes black, and over the screen it just says, power went out. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Well, no, it's like it's like what they what like um fucking Brendan Steer purposely did in Velocipaster when like it introed and it was like explosion VFX or whatever. Oh. It was like that, except they were completely fucking serious. Dead serious. Corrupt video. And you're like, oh, I'm not even, so now I'm not even watching the fucking video. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, are you ready for this awesome Tyler monologue? Yes, please. Tyler does a, has, has a cut scene again, and he goes, Lori's mad because I spied on her. But who cares? Everyone gets spied on once in a while. No one knows what it's like being a kid, except for kids, of course. It's not fair. My parents don't even know what I'm going through. It sucks. <laughs> like, dude, you cannot tell me that Tyler is not going to grow up to be a professional BMXer. I can, because I feel like some professional BMXers are actually fucking cool. Tyler's going to grow up to be... A subpar BMXer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like like a BMX who doesn't make it, but like says like they won every competition. Yeah, yeah. Like one who says that he's a professional BMXer, but he's really just like going to like division mm. like like fucking... Like Ryan Sheckler. <laughs> Was Ryan Sheckler a skateboarder or BMX? He's gonna be Ryan Sheckler essentially. That's fine, Ryan Sheckler. So and now I don't there's no explanation for this whatsoever. Like, I don't even think that it's actually what happened. Like, maybe I'm supposed to assume this kid got possessed. But the kid that, like, said, hey, hey, Lori, I have a dog earlier in the movie, apparently is sneaking into their house. Mm, he's the boy. He's her, her boyfriend. Also, she, yeah, the dad says boyfriend. I'm like, oh, she has a boyfriend now. Yeah, you know what? I read um, a really cool review on this movie, like a really good one that says... Mm-hmm. um, I love that this movie has an established plot point that the family has had to move five times in 18 months because their teenage daughter just fucks so much. <laughs> that would be a more believable plot, though. No, but that is what the plot is. They explain that a few times. They're like, fucking Lori's a menace to society. She's just fucking everything. Lori's out here giving everybody the fucking clap at her high school. <laughs> now we have to clap. move again. 
Dad pulls out the pistol again. Lorenz, Robert, to fucking shoot you. That's what he does right now. The second he that pulls, kid starts breaking oh, no, it, boy. he pulls out the fucking he pulls out the burner, dude. And he's like, he puts it right to his head, basically, and he's like, "What the fuck is up, Kyle? What the fuck is up, bro? Get the fuck out of my house, dude. What the fuck, bro? Like, you didn't know you were messing with the heat, bro." Like, and now you're like, oh shit, we're, we're in Compton. Like, this kid's about to actually get shot. Like, this kid's about to get shot. He doesn't have both hands on now? Yeah, he has the one hand on it. He's like, what's up, bitch? Kim, recently when we were doing an episode, I don't remember what you said it for, but, but you said, like, something was like Chirac, and I just remember it not applying at all. It's it's now Chirac in this movie. Uh, a million and one percent. You're like, oh, fuck. I thought he was going to blow his head off. I 100% thought he was going to blow his head off. And what about when his friend came by earlier and he's explained to him, like I said, when he's, like, boasting about it, his friend's like, was it, like, a gang kid or something? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Where do you think you are? You're in the fucking suburbs. Literally the, su the suburbs. Every single person I've seen in this movie has been white except for that one guy, and you literally just tossed him in to make, like, some fucking racist-ass joke that I know he was not happy about, like, uttering. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, dude. Literally. What even happened? Did he... Did the kid run out? I don't remember what happened. I just was so... Dad flashes him the 22 and he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then and then the kid's like, he hits him with the double fucking middle fingers and then he just explodes. You hear, and then he blows up. <laughs> picture, picture trying to go get some ass. And like, you literally get, and, and you don't even know this girl. Right, so you're risking it all. You've known her for a day. A day, and then you get a pistol put on you and you explode. <laughs> that guy got it the worst. That guy got it the fucking worst. And Lori's just upstairs like, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then they hear all this, so they walk out, and the dad just looks around. He's like, I don't see anything. All right, call the cops. And the cop shows up, and dude, he comes in. He's like, all right, I investigated. But I didn't find anything, so let me interrogate you in the kitchen while your dickhead 10-year-old uh, records us with a camera. This fucking cop. And then, isn't this where he starts going on to the detail about the house again? No, not yet, but he's this is this is like the first cop, just a douche, douche dude. They're all douches, but there's like a douche douche. And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, well, I investigated that, blah, blah, blah. And then he's kind of like talking like, I, I started to think the kid was alive. I was like, how is he alive? I'm pretty sure he just blew up. But they're like talking about him like he's alive. And the next day, the, comp, the cop comes back and he's like, hey, so, uh, and first, like, let me just preface this by saying that this is ridiculous. Because apparently he investigated that night before. All of a sudden he comes back and he's like, hey, so I investigated again. You know, all the same stuff I investigated last night. I, well, I did it again. And this time I found a giant pool of blood. <laughs> and then, wait, it gets better. He's like, I also found a ripped up shirt. And he's like, so I'll just refer you to a detective because I don't know what to do. He's like, it's just my uh, first week in training. And then he takes him outside the dad and he's like, so yeah, I'm going to refer to the detective. There's going to be an investigation, but I'll update you every step of the way. I'm like, what the fuck? You should be taking this guy to jail. The kid blew up on his property, disappeared. He said he pulled a gun on him. He said he ran him out after he was quote unquote fucking his daughter. How are you not investing? Take him to jail. You got to call the detectives for that. And the, and the dad is even saying shit like, oh, well, did you find him yet? I'm like, <laughs> to be fair, he probably thought the dad was going to whip out a pistol on him. <laughs> he's worried for his own safety. So he's like, don't worry, bro. I'm going to update yeah. you every step of the way. <laughs> Worst cops after, ever. After all, it was just a pool of blood on your property. 
These cops are worse than the cops in, um, remember that movie Inside we watched where the cops like tied the criminal to their waist? <laughs> Wait, did we do that? That was the inside, that was the one where the pregnant girl, right? I think it was that movie, right? And the cops like, yeah. they had like a criminal with them and they're like, well, oh, we can't leave you in the oh, car, so let's just, oh, let's just strap you to our that, waist. Yeah, they found that one drug, like the drug dealer or whatever. And he was Not like, oh, I gotta, I gotta like go inside for this murder. He was like, hey, I know you like just sold a bag of weed, but let me fucking put you on a, like a dog chain or like attach yourself to my hip. What the fuck? I forgot about that completely. Again, this cop makes th- those cops look incredible. It makes them look like upstanding citizens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, n- <laughs> so now the actual detective shows up, the one that was referred. He shows up and he's like, hey, so, uh, yeah, uh, you know, th- there's blood. Yeah, yeah, I found out that there's blood. And uh, I don't know what to do with it either. That other cop was right. I don't know. What to- We're pretty confused. Anything you guys want to ask me? I went to TGI Fridays last night. I had a burger. How's your day going? But then he starts talking about the murders. And I'm pretty sure, maybe I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure he said, I was working when the DeFeo, when Ronald DeFeo <laughs> shot the family. I'm like, no, you weren't, bro. That was, that was literally, that was literally 40 years ago. And you're 30. Like, you were not working. He goes, shot his, shot his brother, shot his daughter, shot his, his niece, shot his Kim. wife. You're sorry, he is 30. He said that, He's that literally no like sense. 30. He's like, I was working with uh, Ronald <laughs> DeFeo, uh, shot the whole family, wild night. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's probably at home in his fucking diaper, like, playing oh with his toy God. pistol. And Kim, and then he starts talking about, like, what I said earlier about, like, the book and the movie and all that. And while he's saying all this, it's like a four-minute scene of literally him just talking about the murders and the books and movies and all that. And the whole time, it's a wide-angle shot. And in the other room next to them, in the other room next to them. The dissolved figure? It's not even a dissolved. It is a still image. It is like he looks like a dissolved figure, but he's not dissolving. Like he is, is a It is a picture that they just pasted onto the scene. And he is... Just standing there for four minutes, Kim. Four entire minutes. And they keep flashing. Like, they'll flash the screen and they'll Mm -hmm. static it. And you think he's going to be gone. But he's just still there the whole time. Every time they flash, he's just there. Again, in no Amityville movie do they ever show the spirit. Why now do they have to show a spirit? This is the first time. Like, why are they like, oh, we got to show this fucking spirit? (laughs) So bad. You know what would have been great? You know what would have been great? Is if he was like... You know, haven't you seen the movies? And as he's talking, there's just like a montage of like the old movies, like every clip flying by. That would have been well, hilarious. Well, that's what I said earlier. That's what I was like hoping right around here. They just watched all of Amityville 3D. Like he just put it on for them. That's exactly what I wish would have happened. And then uh, right now, for no reason, the dad's just sitting in a room reading and you just hear. And you're like, wait, there's flies? You don't see them. But they just did a soundboard fly effect while he's reading a book. And to be fair. That is pretty Amityville because there is a few Amityville movies we've seen where there's just fly noises and fly no flies. noises, fly noises. Which so one guess, was it for two? <laughs> so I guess I'll give it to that. You know, that's fine. I guess this is also right around the time where the dad starts to like punch and shoot the air, <laughs> which is which is just wild, like mixed martial arts on the on the air while his family just like watches it happen all day. <laughs> That and is once honestly, again, like so it's much. day three. We're only in day three, guys. And then a random guy with the worst fake Australian accent just shows up, and Dad starts sucking his dick and drops. 
Yeah, man, I pulled my gun on this kid last night, man. I scared the shit out of him. And then I realized that the suitcase Australian guy is like a ghost hunter. And then also, I thought that he was doing a shitty Australian voice, but he was actually just doing the voice of Jenga Fett from Star Wars Attack of the Clones. I haven't seen that. If you listen to any clip of Jenga Fett and then listen to this guy, it is the same fucking thing. <laughs> and he has the same mannerisms, too. Like, he's just acting like a standoffish dick. I would have loved if that were the case. So then out of nowhere, and I can attest that I have recording evidence of me saying, I hope this guy explodes two seconds before it happened. Kill him! This man explodes. Like, there's a power line that Tyler's just looking at the whole movie. He's like, oh, what's the power line doing now? It's doing nothing. But there's like five times where he's like, oh, that darn power line. And then all of a sudden, you just see the guy standing outside. The power line falls, slaps him, and he just goes, like, 90s electricity and blows up. And when and when Caleb says falls, it literally, like, it literally, it like, just crushes his body. <laughs> Uh, and, and my reaction, I literally went, oh, oh my Kim, god. Kim, you can see me on the recording, like, of, while I'm watching the movie, I literally stopped and put my hands on my mouth, because I was like, what the fuck just happened? Because it's literally like an entire power line, like, falls on the dad's head out of nowhere. Like, he's just standing there in the backyard, and then it just, <laughs> and then it just electrocutes the fuck out of him on the ground. Kim, and then this dad screams, no! <laughs> he's like, my friend! known him so long because he makes sure to let us know that he's known him for a long time before when we first meet him he's so like long. oh dude it's so good to see you man it's been ages <laughs> and then the next scene you just see the dad crying he's like i can't fight when i can't see please don't leave me i'm so sorry <laughs> so fucking stupid and now he's going he's going nuts he's on the ground he's punching the air and then this is the funniest fucking part of the movie like i thought it couldn't get funnier after that power line thing but holy shit oh my god like <laughs> the, the daughter's talking to who they call like john matthews or whatever which is like the ghost kid john someone matthews. who died in the house who fucking cares it makes no sense and then tyler's like hey dad she's talking to john matthews again and the dad just comes in gun ready <laughs> not really but basically <laughs> he's like punching the fucking air he's Kim, like john matthews Kim. Kim, Where hold the fuck on. Are you? Hold on. You're going a little too hot into it. I got to you got to give him the full context. You got to give him the full context cuz this is fucking art. This is fucking Sorry. art, dude. The dad hears it and he's like, "Where is he?" <laughs> like kind of like Liam Neeson and Taken. And then the 100%. daughter And then the daughter points to the spot and he runs in the other room. Comes back with his computer that's apparently attached to the ghost camera that uh fucking Jenga Fett set up. And then apparently he sees that we don't see it, but apparently he sees the kid sitting in the spot that she pointed to and he just runs over and he's like, "Where is he?" And she points there again and he just starts punching the fucking air and starts beating up and fucking <laughs> the air. Beating the shit out of the ghost boy. And it's like, bro, what happened to your pistol? That was another part in the movie where I was watching and I was like, I like when they first said like, dad, he's talking to John Matthews. I audibly said like out loud. I was like, I hope he runs over and he starts beating up the ghost boy like through the air. And then two seconds later, he started beating up the ghost air and I lost my shit. But like, why also didn't he just like shoot the shoot the ghost since he's had his pistol out the whole time? I thought he was going to shoot the ghost, like, legitimately. He's like, no, I'm using my fucking fist now because I want to have a piece of him. 
He's fucking Russell Crowe fighting around the Russell world, Crow. fighting ghosts around the world, beating the shit out of the air. <laughs> oh my god! All right, and then now he's like, "Hey guys, I have a plan." He goes, "I have everything under control. I have identified the enemy, and I have devised a plan." And they're all just like, "Okay, Dad." He just starts getting real numb with the whole thing. <laughs> this is his. This is his mo. He has a fucking plan. So now it's day six, and the and the new plan by mom is to ditch the house and stay with aunt for a little bit, which always happens in every Hamiltonville movie. They're like, let's ditch the dad. Always. Always. And then at the same time, dad comes home with sage and crosses to, you know, uh, try to help the ghost situation. So I guess the dad is, is he the priest in the movie? I was thinking this at one point, and I was like, he's gotta be. He's the only priest-like figure, because we don't have a priest. For a second, I thought it was going to be Jenga Fett. I was like, okay, you're the ghost hunter priest. But then I was like, then you got murdered. You didn't really do much. You just set up cameras. I think the dad's the priest, but also the murderer. He's the priest. But he's not the murderer. He's everything. He's anything you want him to be. He doesn't do anything, though. Like, this doesn't end how Amityville, like, it. Like, he doesn't kill Mm-mm. anything. Mm-mm. He gets no, he got. he just punches the shit out of the air. Gets got. <laughs> it turns into, like, I am legend at the end. And then it's just like. Yes. So since dad is doing the ghost stuff, Lori gets pissed and she's like, you're such a fucking loser, dad. You're such a fucking idiot, you dick. Fuck you, dad. And then now, like, John Torrance or whatever is, like, just fully in the house. Like, he's just clear as day. He's just a human in the house now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John Torrance. Uh, whatever. And the dad's like, family meeting at 1800, at 1800 hours. Do yeah, what you're family told. meeting. He literally just turned into, like, a fucking veteran. For no reason, the last half. None of, the of them movie. even like during this family meeting. All of them are like reading books. They're not even listening to him. And he's on the ground, like yelling shit. The family meeting is just him being a war vet with PTSD and going get on the ground and then like crawling like on his like crawling fucking- army crawling. And the wife is literally not even making eye contact with him. She's like reading a magazine. And then the- he like goes to the other room and she's like she gets the kitchen. She's like now let's go go now. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, like, it just goes crazy. Like, everyone's just going to start dying now. This is around the time where I just started looking at the movie going, that's crazy. Or actually, I was barely even paying attention at this point. I was so Completely done with checked it. out. The, so the daughter, she's just, like, in her bed. She starts, like, backwards contorting and then explodes. Literally. Why does everyone explode in this? You know what's really funny, it's too? It's never this explained. Is, this is such... A good time to do this too because I just did spontaneous combustion and then spontaneous and now this is Amityville about people exploding. She literally does a back bend in her bed and then yeah just static static screen and then blood all over the walls and you're like (laughs) okay. Why is this a spontaneous combustion movie? Why is this a movie? (laughs) That's a better question for sure. But you know she backwards contorts and she explodes and this causes dad to wake up in his bed with his gun drawn. And he sits up for like two minutes just pointing his gun around Boy's and gun. then slowly fades back into his... Is this right around the time where the little girl comes in? Uh, basically, yeah. Okay, let me. I'm just going to fast forward through all this because we're ending this right now. This is fucking done. We got through all the funny shit. <laughs> Mom gets sucked through a door. Seems like she's gone. She exploded in the other room. I think the mm-hmm. kid from earlier that exploded, uh, he like popped up and then like shook his head around in the screen. Was he the kid with the trench coat? Wasn't he the kid that was like fucking the daughter earlier? I think earlier? so. I think so. Like he was not that. It, we only saw him like two times. So it was not like a memorable face. But I think that's who that was supposed to be. I think he's a zombie now. Yeah, they're all they're all zombies now. That's the thing. Once they combust, they're all zombies. He's zombie dad now, right? Hundred percent. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, 
he's he's back. <laughs> so Tyler finds his mom dead in the kitchen, and then Trenchcoat Kid uh, destroys him. And uh, big shocker, the little girl is haunted. And <laughs> she stabs the dad in the chest, and he takes three minutes to die. Yeah, he's like he's, uh, going, he's doing the uh, 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 life. I hardly hardly knew ye. And then he does the thing where he's like. Uh, 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 and twitches three times, then just falls back and stops moving like a Kung Pao death. Like the Kung Pao deaths. Remember the when the old man's too? like, just because you go uh, and twitch and fall back doesn't mean that you died. But the thing is, like, that death could have been avoided because, like, the daughter stood over him for, like, two minutes while he was trying to talk to her. And then she slow motion pulls, he like, shoot her? pulls, like, <laughs> why did he fucking shoot her? Why did he shoot her? She slow motion pulls out a scalpel and, like, cocks <laughs> back. He, she's like maybe four six. He could have just grabbed her. You could just punch that kid in the face. Like, what are you talking about? Any option, but he just like let her slow motion stab him, and then yeah, it takes three minutes to die. Yeah, like it, you know what? But to be, I was gonna say in any other situation he would have shot her. But to be fair, he never pulls out the gun. He's literally just the guy who like just got a gun and like is posting it all over Instagram and like can't Absolutely. wait to show it off at all time. Has it like out in his fucking holster? Absolutely, that's him. <laughs> he, he never does anything. And then in the end, you just get a monologue from the little girl. It's like, don't worry about us, Dad. Me and John are going to live here, and it's going to be freaking sweet, dude. And then, like, the fucks try to, like, show police reports of the dead family again as if it was real. Like, they show police reports that they just fucking wrote. Like, the writer just drew them up. He got the shit on Google, he printed it out, and then he just fucking drew it up. And it's literally, like, no music, nothing. It's like, police report. And then, and then all, like, three seconds, Another police report. Fuck you. Like, fuck you. (laughs) That's my review of this movie. That's my review of this movie. Fuck you. So bad. (laughs) We had 12 kills. None of them mattered. Uh, We had one on the boob count. (laughs) Yeah, we did have boob. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why. 25,000 on the pistol count. I do not know why there were boobs in this movie. It was not no, necessary. No, was not that just either. so they could be rated R? So they could be like, look, guys, because there's nothing Probably. else that happens in this movie that would make this rated R. Mm-mm. Do no. they even say fuck? I guess the girl getting fucked from the back. But again, that goes into the boobs. Neither of that needed to be in the movie. Yeah, it didn't. At all. Yeah, no. That, that's the only thing that made it rated R. That is fucking crazy. I have a couple reviews to read. This is from Tim Brayton on Rotten Tomatoes. I can think of literally not one way in which the film doesn't mostly humiliate itself. Completely humiliates itself. That's the only one I want to read for this one. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. John Matthews. Also, that name is so unnecessary. Like, who is John Matthews? Like, literally, they tried to say that was like some kid that was murdered in the house, and I'm like, who? What? What? Like, yeah. I've why never does John Matthews ever. matter? Who the fuck is John Matthews? John like, Matthews. It's not, if it's not a DeFeo, who fucking cares? Who cares? And that name is so basic. John Matthews. John Matthews. That sounds like the guy that invented the toilet. A million percent. John Matthews. <laughs> okay, Great Kim. guy. Would you recommend this? Absolutely not. <laughs> as much as I want to, I can't. Look, I would not recommend this, but if you if you already listened to this episode, then I would recommend that you watch it after just to get like a physical reference to what we're talking about. At least skip to like 30 minutes in so you can see the dad with the pistol. At least do us that because it's worth Turn it, it off the last like 30 minutes 
or like the last 20 minutes probably because mm-hmm, literally mm-hmm. it's just gonna put you to sleep but like at least you guys just see this dude whipping out his pistol all movie and tyler being a fucking idiot like it's kind of <laughs> worth it i guess a little bit for no reason <laughs> i fucking hate this movie so much so bad <laughs> What do you rate this, Kim? I already saw your rating. You rated it no stars. No stars. I couldn't. It's with Malignant as worst movie ever. Okay, so when I was watching this, I preemptively also rated this no stars. I was going on Letterboxd to rate it no stars, and I saw yours, and I was like, yeah, I, I've, I'm not going to argue this. I'm not going to argue this. That's fine. This may be the first Amityville you didn't argue with me about the rating. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with it. This is the worst fucking movie ever. But I will say, in the end... I'm okay with giving it a half star just because of that dude and his fucking electricity explosion. And then what what happened after and then and then the dude fucking beating up the ghost child in the air. Like no. I'll give it a half a star for that. That's that's enough for me. The electricity drop was absolutely hilarious. I would actually go back just to watch that scene. Yeah, like I would play that scene. That's going to live rent free in my head cuz it was so fucking funny. Like it was like it was like so a three funny. stooges bit. Like it looked like like one of the stooges bopping the other one on the head, but with an electricity like fuck like mm-hmm. a fucking cable wire whatever. Like he got got. So yeah, this is it's interchangeable. This is this is a very dynamic movie. It could either be no stars or a half a star. You can take your pick. Yeah, whatever. We would love we should do a poll. We'd love to know thoughts after you guys don't watch this cuz they won't. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Fuck, Mary kill. Oh, my gosh. You're doing one? I'm excited. I'm excited. You got the dad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who else to pick. <laughs> I was hoping after the conversation I'd figure something out. The dad with the uh, pistol. <laughs> you know, he, that's, yeah, you have the dad with the pistol. And then, John okay. Matthews. You have... <laughs> Is that a kid? I don't even know. I don't whatever, know. Whatever, you got the just... fucking... Whatever, you have... You you can pick any ghost. Take your fucking pick. I don't know if there's specific ghosts in this. Take your fucking pick. Take the... You know what? You, ha- you have the fucking blurry stick figure, and you have me. That's it. I am going to... I'm going to kill the blurry stick figure, because he doesn't... He adds no value. He's not even fun. Does nothing. Yeah. No, that's completely fair. I'm going to fuck you, and I'm going to marry the dad with the pistol. <laughs> Gonna, is it because he's always so, strapped like you know you'll be protected just, i mean like he's ne- he's never gonna actually hurt someone for you but i well, guess he'll intimidate some people for well you. it just for just for comic just for comic relief i can laugh my ass off and know that i won't actually get shot by him you might though <laughs> this guy's like, kind of like could you imagine i order like we, we're out to dinner i order a steak they bring me like the wrong shit and he pulls out a pistol it's like you got my wife a Fucking lobster tail. She asked for a steak. You piece of shit. <laughs> he would. He would battle for me. So I'm oh gonna marry gosh. him. Yeah, I'm gonna marry him. This is like, I've I've had a lot of fun with a lot of Amityville episodes, but this is hands down been my favorite to record. And you were dreading this on the on the way in. You were dreading. Oh, this. I dreaded watching. I had a terrible time watching this, pretty much. But like, I mean, talking about this has been a fucking blast. Well, just wait. We got Asylum coming up next and uh, and a fuck ton more. You know what? I'm not excited to watch the rest of these, but I am excited to discuss them, I think. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what's going to come out. Like, if this was the start of it, I can't wait for the rest of the madness. It's only getting so much worse from here. I get so much worse. So much worse. And uh, speaking of so much worse, I'm going to read a couple fan reviews. Hell Yeah! <laughs> This one I can't even be mad at. It's four stars, and the title is, Love It, 
comma, but, dot, dot, dot. Oh, no. <laughs> and it continues. Oh, no. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Caleb is a little pretentious and hates everything. Doesn't stop from listening, though. Doesn't stop me from listening, though. You get used to it. You are, you ease up to it. And you know what? This review really made me look at reviews differently because, like, I remember the first time I got a review that was pretty much the same thing as this. It was, like, a four, it was the first four-star we ever got, and it was a four-star, and it was, like, Caleb's a fucking asshole, dot, 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 love the show, or something like that. But we fucking love it. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, what'd you take a half star off or like a star off for? I was like, I don't get that. But then, you know, now I'm thinking about it like I think about all the movies I rate that I just like watch and I'm just like, all right, yeah, I love this. This was fucking stupid, though. Four stars. And like, I don't think anything more of it after that. I'm like, you know what? Maybe maybe podcast reviews are one and the same. You know, maybe, maybe my life is like a movie <laughs> and you're just rating it however you want to rate it. They're like, something about it, I'd watch it again. I'd listen again. <laughs> like, I'd watch it again, but it's not the best. Caleb's a fucking idiot, but I would I would tune in for next week's episode. <laughs> so I'm going to read two more reviews. This one is just the... That was from uh, HKVUNBO. Um, shout out to HKV. HKVUNBO, shout out. Um, this one is from Eric the Destroyer. It's called... I can't read all the title because it's kind of long, but it says Chalada Nail Gun and uh, Hydroxazii something. It says, love the podcast. Wish there were more episodes. Chainsaws can't file for unemployment, but the duct tape is only sticky on one side sometimes, so that's just the way it is. Kind of like clarinet players. You just can't keep them buried. They have the finger strength of a thousand men and are a threat to our community. This podcast is one of the only ways I make it through my shifts. You deserve more listeners. Some people say that a shark will swim miles and miles to eat a person that is injured. Sharks are even more evil than clarinet players. The only thing that's different is the way that they cannot be stopped by humans. We need to make an alliance with the shark queen and give them the clarinet players as an offering we cannot risk them deciding to eliminate us hope caleb brie and everyone else involved in the podcast and scream have a great halloween so they're still hopeful because they mentioned brie so they're actually listening to <laughs> <laughs> like maybe she'll come back it's only gonna get worse from here buddy <laughs> oh and that was a five-star review thank you eric destroyer so we had a four we had means, a five but <laughs> exactly i don't either but i love it um so we had a four and a five i'm gonna end off on uh uh you know where i'm really open and you know i like uh i like different horizons so we're gonna end it off with a one-star review Hell this one yeah. is from uh u-h-e-n-e-b-e -E -E. uh it's titled the worst high school classmate it goes on to read, This podcast has great topics, but the guy host ruins it. He's like an obnoxious class clown. His entire personality is just trying to get a reaction by making poor taste comments and contradicting the popular opinion. And you know what? Accurate. So fuck off. <laughs> nah, I'm fine with it. I, I, shout out U-H-E-N-E-B-E. No, fuck off. <laughs> nah, nah, you're the homie dude. No, he said he doesn't like the male host. You're the female, so you're doing fine. I'm gonna put my pistol on him. <laughs> I so like I that was, No, I'm putting the worst high school classmate on a shirt for sure. I like that. He's not wrong. He's not entirely wrong there. I mean, he's not. So, like, can I be mad at it? I mean. You can't. I you can't. Know. So, uh, real quick, I would also like to thank at Mary underscore R underscore U underscore Sirius. And that's R and U spelled out like A-R-E and Y-O-U. Uh, that's on Instagram. I would like to thank them for some really cool artwork that I'm currently using on my YouTube icon. Thank you so much, dude. That shit was really cool. And I would also like to thank uh, at J-E-N-N-A-G underscore 623 on Instagram for also sending some awesome Caleb Emery-inspired artwork. And uh, for anyone that knew about this in the past, I used to send out stickers um, in exchange for five-star reviews, and uh, I got kind of overwhelmed, and I 
kind of got rid of that for a while because there was a lot going on. But I'm going to bring it back for an unspecified amount of time. I'm going to make sure I say that right now so people aren't later like, oh, you said you're doing it. So unspecified amount of time. I'm going to do it pretty much, I don't know, like indefinitely right now. We'll see when it ends. But uh, if you want to get some free horse soup stickers while it lasts, go ahead and leave a review. Send an email to horsesoup at yahoo.com. Let me know, blah, blah, blah. And I'll hook you up with some stickers. And uh, let's do these uh, plugs. The best thing to keep up with everything that Horse Soup is up to is follow the Instagram at Horse Soup, which I'm most active on. Follow Kim underscore S-H-A-D. Is there two Y's? Y-Y? Is this my Instagram or letterbox? Your Instagram. I think it's three Y's. I think it's three Y's. So yeah, Kim underscore Shady. Follow her because obviously Kim is a very part of the show. Follow my Twitter at Horse Soup Sucks and follow my movie reviews at Horse Soup Caleb on Letterboxd. What's your letterbox again, Kim? Isn't it like Kim Shady 23? I think so. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think it's Kim Shady 23 And uh, join the Discord server. The, the Discord? Join the Discord server. Be a part of our conversations and talk to me and other listeners of the show. You can DM me or email me anywhere for the link, or you could join the Patreon, check out all the different tiers for polls and bonus episodes early before release, uh, access to new Horse Soup episodes, watch me watch trailers of movies of the show, uh, choose an episode we cover, message me on the app, let me know what you'd like to hear out of Patreon or, you know, other things, listen to the things, blah, blah, blah. But if you go on Patreon, there is an invite automatically to the discord server if you don't want to like email me or whatever or get in contact with me you can send your own horror movie suggestions to our suggestions email at horrormovierequestsyahoo.com any business inquiries to horrorsoup at yahoo.com and i am also occasionally on youtube and would appreciate a subscribe while i'm trying to figure out uh, a consistent video format that i'll probably discover in about three years just search horror soup and thank you to Tom, a.k.a. the Mutant Members Only Club and Ross Lee for making the music that you are hearing on this episode and Kim what do you want to say? Lick my ass. Lick my ass. Keep licking my ass. Blessing stick. Goodbye, spirits. Stick. Spirits are gone. Spirits are gone. Lick on my ass. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me harasu. Give me, give me harasu. Give it, give it harasu. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and lick out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup, give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup, give it, give it. Horse soup, horse soup. Horse soup will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, what to do? Simply gobble on down some of this spooky stew. Rewind and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup, give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup, give it, give it. Horse soup, horse soup. Let me be. Your Sweeney Todd, your private chef I'll be your just dessert You can even drink it from a cup I'll do the washing up I'll do the washing up I'm getting food